Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. When you don't have a clear curriculum for your classroom, it is so overwhelming to try to put that together yourself. Spending hours on Pinterest and Google, pulling worksheets and pulling pieces of curriculum together to make something that works for your classroom. That's why we created the Autism Helper Curriculum and now offer Curriculum Access. Curriculum Access gets you access to all levels and all subjects of the highly differentiated, evidence-based Autism Helper Curriculum. You can have students working on letter identification and working on parts of speech at the same time in our easy-to-use curriculum. We currently have hundreds of teachers using Curriculum Access from all over the world with consistently rave reviews. I want you to join that group of teachers. Now is the time to ask your administrators for curriculum access. We have an email template ready to go so you can ask them to set up a demo. Your administrators can jump on a live call with our team members to see everything that's included in the Autism Helper curriculum access. Next year, let's reduce the overwhelm. Let's start the year out with a path and a plan and resources to meet all the diverse needs of your students. Let's make next year the year of curriculum access. Head over to the show notes to learn more. Hi, I'm Sasha Long, special ed teacher and board certified behavior analyst. Welcome to the Autism Helper Podcast. I'm here to explore different strategies to improve the lives of individuals with autism. Today we are talking about the task analysis. I am chatting with Jana Sarno, who is the Chief Clinical Officer at Autism in Motion Clinics. Jana shares what a task analysis is and how this can really help you specify your teaching procedure and get more specific with what you need to work on with your child. Now, I told Jana, when I share a data sheet that has a task analysis built in with a staff member, sometimes I've kind of seen their eyes bulge a little because sometimes a task analysis could have 10 or 15 different steps and it looks more complicated to take data in this way. But in reality, I've found that using a task analysis to take data is actually a lot easier. Janice shares some great suggestions for different types of skills that you could use a task analysis for, how to utilize this with staff training, and really why this is a best practice to do when looking at those long behavior chains. So let's jump into this conversation. Hi, Jana. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. So today, um, Jana and I are going to talk about the task analysis, which I think is something a lot of teachers are probably familiar with, but we're going to go a little bit more in depth today and really talk about why this is important and why it can be really useful. So before we get to all that good stuff, Jana, do you want to kind of share what a task analysis is? 
Of course. Um, a task analysis is an approach uh, in which we identify all of the individual steps that make up a larger chain of behavior. So we take a long, um, more complex series of behavior and break it down to smaller, more individual or bite-sized kind of components. And why is this helpful to do? Like what's kind of the point? <laughs> Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it's important because um, these long chains of behavior um, are, are more difficult to teach. Um, and by using a task analysis, we can individualize teaching steps. Um, no task analysis is always the same. It could be hand washing that's you know, 20 steps or 30 steps. Um, so it allows for some individualization. It allows for consistency across to people, um, so teachers, to parents, to consultants. Um, and it also allows us to be really systematic in our instruction to identify um, where success is happening and maybe where more help is needed. Yeah, that's a great point. Because if you just look at the over, like you just mentioned hand washing, if you just look at the overall skill of hand washing and you know, let's say a teacher were to just give that a plus or a minus and you said, well, minus, they couldn't do it. You're like, well, that doesn't leave me with a lot of information of where to go next. Exactly. You really lose out on kind of sensitivity of that data um, to say like, oh, it's overall, it's a minus, but they're able to step onto a stool and turn on the water and wash it, wash their hands. Um, maybe they just weren't great at drying. Um, and that's a very different problem to solve um, than kind of a minus across all of the different um, components of that step. So can you talk us through an example of how you would utilize a task analysis to look at maybe teaching a skill and maybe from start to finish what that process looks like? Yeah. Um, first, it's important to design your task analysis. Um, so there are a couple ways in which you can do that. Um, you can observe somebody doing the skill that has confidence in that area. Um, you can interview people. Um, who may be able to perform that skill um, with confidence um, to individualize kind of each of those components. Probably more, one of my favorites um, and definitely has some great utility is just do it yourself. Um, so if you are going to design a task analysis with our example of hand washing, do the steps yourself. Um, what does that look like? So first and foremost, have to identify all of those steps and also be able to individualize it to your learner. Um, and with that, um, once you have your task analysis, you have to decide on your kind of teaching approach. Um, so where is, you know, uh, prompts or what are you going to fade? What are those reinforcers and how do you move through that um, different kind of teaching methodology? And then just kind of implement it, take your data, of course, uh, graph it or be able to analyze it um, and to know where more help is needed. So what could the data look like for, you know, let's keep going with our hand washing um, example. What would, could a data sheet look like and what could the data look like for a skill like that in a task analysis for something like that? Yeah, that's a great question. And I think it, um, it depends. There's probably a variety of ways data sheets can look like. Um, I think it's the most important is to make sure that the, the data are accurate and um, that it's e able to be utilized either in a classroom or in a home setting. Um, as a behavior analyst, uh, we may take more complex data, but that may not be um, fully possible in kind of more naturalistic um, settings. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So for a task analysis, we would individualize kind of each step. So um, go back to our hand washing, um, steps onto stool, turns on water, wets hands. Um, and then either the data could be plus minus to indicate if they're able to do that independently. Um, or you may want some sensitivity around some of the prompting that's required. Do they need a lot of help? So maybe full physical prompts, or can you just give a gesture? Um, again, uh, individualized, but you want to be able to have kind of specificity in your data um, to indicate what kind of problem solving or the success that the child's exhibiting. And I love that you pointed that out, that it could just be something like a plus minus, or it could be something more detailed. It just depends on, you know, the situation and how much staff you have and time you have and things like that. Exactly. Having accurate data is um, going to be far more important than having um, data that nobody can collect. Um, and then you're kind of working at that disadvantage as well. So really collaboration is important here about what do those steps look like in your classroom or your home? And then also what data is possible with everything else that's going on. And I've really found that, you know, when I hand a staff member a sheet with a task analysis and a, you know, the data sheet with a task analysis on it, at first it looks overwhelming because sometimes a task analysis might have 10, 15 steps. And it's like, oh my gosh, I got to take data on each little thing. But I actually find in the process it's easier because you don't have to summarize. Like you're not like, oh, they kind of did this part on their own, but then they didn't do this part on their own. You just look at each skill? Like, did they take the toothpaste, the lid off the toothpaste? Yes or no. Did they squeeze the toothpaste? Yes or no. You know, you don't have to kind of estimate the overall skill. Exactly. And I think it's important when kind of giving individuals kind of a data sheet to say, you know, is this possible for for you to take? Is this something that you can use? Um, and I think you're right. Um, it allows kind of a little, um, it removes some guesswork um, and kind of like, were they able to do that whole skill of brushing their teeth? Like, I guess so. Um, we're just kind of really drilling down to those individual components. And sometimes data are easier to gather um, because it's so clear on what would constitute kind of a correct response after e at each different interval. Yeah. And so we mentioned, you know, collecting this data and then having it at the end. And, you know, I always really advocate we don't just take data to take data. You have to use it. So let's say you collect some data and you're seeing that, you know, there are certain steps that a child is, is struggling with. Um, what's your kind of next step or advice for a teacher or parent there to really target um, those steps that they're struggling at? Yeah, that's a great question um, and a great comment, too, in the sense of um, we want to be able to be good consumers of our data. Uh, so data informs kind of our next decisions. Uh, so one, I would look at the steps that are in, involved um, and could those steps be broken down even to smaller steps? So, so if it's squeezed toothpaste onto the toothbrush, um, could that be broken down differently to get toothpaste to kind of come out of the tube versus out of the tube and then onto the tooth, you know, toothbrush and so forth. Um, so one, I think we, the first step would be to um, look at, can steps be further broken down? Um, I think there, 
is also some work around, you know, what reinforcers we're using, um, how are we prompting, I'm really just going through kind of um, a process of problem identification, analysis, implementation of different strategies, and then being able to evaluate, did that work, yes or no. And that seems much more manageable when you're looking at those little baby steps as approach as opposed to like this whole overall skill. Yeah, exactly. Especially because I think you, as we mentioned, hand washing or teeth brushing or a variety of skills can be 10 to 15 to 20 to 30 different steps. Um, and kind of having those baby or kind of bite-sized um, steps allow for some more specific problem solving. And then you're able to see progress, which, you know, is reinforcing for our own behavior too. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> So we mentioned kind of a few, you know, hand washing, toothbrushing, but can you give a few examples of maybe outside of like hygiene tasks of other um, skill sets that we could use a task analysis for? Yeah, um, task analysis, um, uh, those are great for any complex behavioral skills. Um, so it could work for vocational skills in, um, in a variety of different settings. Um, it could also be used um, for... Um, leisure skills, anything that is complex, so being more than a couple steps, um, a task analysis lends itself to. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. I hope this kind of this conversation got people's wheels spinning on how they can utilize this technique in their classroom or even, you know, for parents at home is a great way. This might sound more complicated, you know, than it really is, but could be helpful to really start to teach different life skills at home. Exactly. I think it's um, universal. It can be taught with an individual in group settings and classrooms and homes. Um, and it's important to be able to see the progress for our, our learners and um, kind of continue that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jana. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Autism Helper podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to hear more, hit subscribe. It would mean a lot to me if you left some feedback. Whether I'm working one-on-one -on -one with a student, doing a podcast like this one, or presenting for a PD, my goal is always to provide as much value as I can. So your feedback really helps me make sure I'm doing just that. If you have other topics you'd like me to cover, leave in the feedback or message me on social media. You can follow me at The Autism Helper on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, or visit my website, theautismhelper.com. Thanks again for listening. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Having the right resources for your classroom is essential to making sure your classroom is running smoothly. At the Autism Helper Shop, we have all of the resources you need to make sure you have the behavior, communication, and curriculum supports for your students. Within our shop, we have adapted books, task cards, resources aligned to the VB map and the ABLES, behavior plan flowcharts, data sheets, curriculum. Everything you need, whether you are an early childhood teacher or a high school teacher, we have all of the resources that will meet those students' needs. So head over to shop.theautismhelper.com to check out all of our resources.